welcome all to another edition of Symposium with the Boys. This is uh, Kirby, your MC host, whatever we're going to call it today. And um, Luke is not with us, but we have Austin, our usual regular, and my co-host in this endeavor. Would you like to introduce yourself, Austin? Hey, yo, it's your boy Austin Henson. We out here. <laughs> that wasn't cringy at all. Um, today we're going to talk about a topic that I find pretty interesting. Um, we're going to talk about the greater importance of uh, historical preservation. I know it's a super interesting topic to you, um, but I'm focused on uh, graveyard preservation, the importance of maintaining graveyards in Wilmington. And I just kind of want to break your brain because I know you grew up in the area and I just wanted to know some of the experiences that you had with local history and, you know, things along that nature. So uh, when you were growing up in Wilmington, you know, did you... Did schools talk a lot about the local history, you know, not in context of civil wars or, you know, just like the little things that actually helped kind of build the local identity? So when you're asking about schools talking about the local history, do you mean specifically for graveyards or do you mean no, just, just local? General, you know, like things that helped build, the, you know, the identity of Wilmington, you know, the little things that might not be written down in history books, but help make the city feel like an actual functioning place to live okay i got you um that was not really to my best knowledge um that was not something that was really focused on uh as i was growing up um the the big thing that people talked about when they did talk about the history of wilmington was you know it being a port city and it being one of the one of the last days to fall during um the civil war but it uh I know that there is a there's a rich history and especially the uh, the Wilmington area, but it was never really discussed in my schooling. Now I can't say that for obviously everyone in the county or everyone in the area, but I, I can just only speak from my personal experience. I don't think I don't think that I really gained much knowledge about the history of Wilmington or the area surrounding it. Like, I, I grew up in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and, you know, there's the historic Bethlehem that has a lot of the um, old historic cemeteries, and they talked about some of the stuff and the, the role that these areas played in history, but they didn't really talk about maintaining these people, uh, these places, excuse me, and um, that made me think that, uh, you know, I grew up in an area where there were a great need for historical preservation since we had just a lot of these old cemeteries that were calling uh, falling to the wayside and you know whenever uh, hurricane florence was it came through you know i remember reading that there was a big damage that happened in oakdale cemetery that still hasn't really been addressed since they primarily work off of volunteers examples of damage that had occurred during hurricane florence were uh, Trees coming down and destroying family grave plots. And the people who were responsible for having to clean those plots up would have to be the families that might already have problems of their own, maintaining their own personal effects, let alone damage that had been done in a facility that they hoped would take care of their loved ones after they had died. So that made me start looking at other other locations that could have had damage, not just from the hurricane, but just in general. 
And it's actually really depressing to find that there's so many places that have historical significance to Wilmington mm -hmm. that have fallen to the wayside. And, um, like, I know how I would feel about that, but, you know, I personally would want to do everything that I could to try to help preserve these places. But uh, what, what would be something that would help incentivize you to be better educated about it or, you know, want to go out and maybe volunteer an hour or two a weekend to try to help, like, clean up these places? Hmm. So, I think that... I think that I, I've always had an interest in, in history. It's... And, um... And even with the limited knowledge that I have about, you know, the specific history of Wilmington, um, I think that, yeah, I mean, I didn't know about what you were telling me with about these, uh, these uh, cemeteries that were, like, have pretty much fallen apart and have not been um, renovated or... Like, Oakdale is a, a good example because Oakdale actually has a formalized volunteer group mm -hmm. that they can go and help. They're called the Friends of Oakdale, and they go and actually volunteer. But there's um, one cemetery that's not too far from um, not too far from here called Delgado Cemetery, mm -hmm. which were um, old factory workers from like the uh, turn of the century, so from the 1800s into the 1900s, that are um, that are buried there, and some of their families are buried there too. That has now become overgrown trees have fallen graves have actually been smashed and destroyed and like the thing that really made me mad was the fact that there's trash strewn about from the apartment complex that's right behind it that there's literally like trash bags all on the inside of the cemetery and they're not my family you know but mm -hmm. they're someone's family i mean the most recent grave that i saw that was buried there was 1984 or so which isn't that far ago like isn't that long yeah. ago and that would just make me mad to see you know my family or people that helped kind of build the identity the cultural identity of Wilmington kind of be left to to degrade oh I mean that sounds terrible like the idea that someone's relative that they that someone really cared about is now their grave is being trashed and like that's that's awful. I think going back to your uh, question you asked me before about you know being incentivized, I think that I think that the city in general needs to take a more public approach to to um, talking, making sure to talk about the the importance of Wilmington's culture and Wilmington's history. Um, that and that I think goes beyond just the schools. I think that goes to talking to you know public officials and then making statements about it and trying to maybe i know that there's like i guess the azalea festival is kind of like the big like thing for wilmington the big celebration of wilmington but it seems like even that's not entirely about wilmington so i think that there are a lot of things that people could do again beyond just in the schools um that could help incentivize not just me but other people to want to help out you know, that actually made me think of uh, an interesting point because the Department of Energy is the um, the governing body that's in charge of maintaining what are considered abandoned cemeteries, but they also share the responsibilities with a bunch of different 
agencies and that they, they provide a support to a lot of different departments within Wilmington. So that particular aspect of their jurisdiction kind of falls to the wayside and is left to, you know, left to um, the average citizen to come and pick it up. But that made me think because very commonly during the Azalea Festival, they do those historic home tours where they show off kind of the brighter side of Wilmington. And I think it'd be really interesting if they did something very similar where they show off less publicized aspects of history and across the greater Cape Fear area too. Because and thinking about that, um, like I know, I know that Early Gardens is like a, a very popular place in Wilmington, but it's not, it's not the only like interesting place in Wilmington. But that's like that that is like a big part of the Azalea Festival, obviously because it's about you know, flowers and whatnot, <laughs> and really Early Gardens, you know. That's Azaleas. <laughs> so that makes sense, but it, it is kind of frustrating to see, like, and I didn't even think about it that way, but, like, the, the, the I guess, quote-unquote, prettier sides of Wilmington that are being shown off without, you know, showing other aspects of this uh, the city. You know, it, it, like, I'm not trying to claim that it's painting a one-dimensional picture intentionally, right? You know, but it kind of does because... What were the people that were living in those homes? You know, you know that they're yeah. the wealthy, high to do, and I could do a whole social commentary about how, you know, they're perpetuating wealth over the working class, blah 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 blah. But like the point being, they still had to uh, show the people that help build and actually make Wilmington substantial, and that spreads beyond just the Wilmington area in particular because there's so many abandoned cemeteries that are just all over the place that should deserve a degree of reverence that they're not really getting yeah and it's very frustrating i don't know i personally i know that my biggest problem for getting involved is time and i know that that part of that is you know we're students we're going through and doing our own things Mm -hmm. and that's why i think it would be really cool if there were clubs and organizations at UNCW that helped promote going out and doing historical preservation and they can take different approaches primarily it would be the uh, history department being like oh, you know preserve <laughs> historical integrity and promote uh, promote knowledge but I mean you could talk about the environmental implications of this and I mean there um Wilmington also has a fairly uh, rich history of of music and arts that not a lot of people talk about, or at least not in the not school, as not as much anymore. But um, you know, having gone through, uh, I actually learned a lot about um, some of the um, so, some of the aspects of uh, culture and like music and arts that happened through uh, Wilmington's history when I was in college, being a music major. And, you know, figuring out that this, um, I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but a very famous operatic singer was born in Wilmington. And, like, she was one of the, I think, one of, like, the first major African-American um, female leads in an opera. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and um, it's it's very interesting whenever you take a, take a look into things like that, but, it's, you know, just not as publicized. So I guess the the takeaway would just really be that you need to better promote 
the local history and not um, sanitize it through the lens of greater events. You know, relish the the little the little things that make the summation of the greater picture. I mean, that that would seem like that would work to me, but it becomes a problem of how do you promote that and how do you market that to other people. And I completely understand what you're talking about with time and like, the, I mean, that's the time is like the enemy of everyone, and <laughs> and it's just so hard to to put to block out time in your day, especially with you and I. We're both working and we're both full time students. So obviously there's not a lot of time there, but I think if you're able to build in time into school or build in time to um, other like communal aspects of your life, whether that be whether that be like Boy Scouts or something, some other community thing that you do, I I think that that would be a, a good way of going about restoration. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree that you need to make this an integrated aspect of how you um, how you actually bring this information to people. You know, you need to encourage. It's one thing to just be like, oh, you know, this happened there and these were the people. But, you know, you can actually go and see, hey, these, these are where some of these people laid rest. And now their graves are split in half and they're overgrown. There's tree limbs. You know, there's things that you can do to help kind of honor the things that they have done. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this particular section of the this recording. Just to summarize our, our points is that we agree that there's an importance for historical preservation, and that absolutely, you know, that uh, we need to go ahead and work with the city to try to promote areas, um, excuse me, avenues for them to educate the populace and you know cool things that they can do in order to try to get people more interested in wanting to help and volunteer because it's too much of a burden at this point for one little department to be able to organize when there's a greater population that could uh, that could help out that's a that's a good point well thank you for talking to me about this particular thing oh and thank you so much for having me i, I appreciate it <laughs> yeah i'm having you yeah, absolutely uh that'll wrap up this particular section of uh symposium with the boys as always thank you for listening um we'll catch you next time bye